Career success, no fears, no excuses. This podcast will discuss and debate professional development and job search strategies from baby boomer, millennial, and Gen Z perspectives that will help facilitate the accomplishment of your career goals. You're here with Jessica Duplessy and John Karras of Job Transitions, Inc. And today we're going to discuss part one of strategies and techniques to prepare for an interview. What are good questions to ask the company representatives during the course of an interview? Thanks, Jessica. My name is John Karras, and I'm the president of Job Transitions, Inc. Solid preparation will give you the ability to provide articulate answers to the interviewer's questions, the ability to ask pertinent questions, and will increase your self-confidence. Most people will be at least a little nervous or anxious when going to an important interview, but it is kind of like taking an important test or exam. If you do not study for the test, you will be nervous because you might not know the material well enough to secure that A or even pass the test. However, if you prepared for the test, it's more like, okay, I'm ready for this. Let's go. Pass out that exam and let's get started. That is the place you want to be when participating in an interview. But the most important thing in an interview is to be yourself. Don't be overprepared where your responses to interview questions sound rehearsed. Just be yourself, but prepared for just about any question the interviewer might ask. Many career experts recommend participating in mock interviews where someone plays the role of the interviewer and asks you questions. Mock interviews have a lot of value and are good to do for interviewing practice. But I prefer to help people prepare for the interview and be ready to answer just about any question the interviewer might ask. The only problem with mock interviews is that nobody knows the specific questions the interviewer is going to ask. So, you could go through an entire mock interview, but in the actual interview, none of the mock interview questions are even asked. The interviewer goes down an entirely different road and asks you totally different questions. Again, this is not to diminish the mock interview strategy as they can definitely help you communicate and verbalize answers to specific questions and prepare for the interview experience itself. But they are certainly not the only way you should prepare for an interview. I would recommend six exercises to help you prepare for any interview. One, research the company. Two, be ready for the tell me about yourself question and similar open-ended questions. Three, Review your resume and be ready for expansion questions, such as, tell me a little bit more about this, for every single point on the resume. Four, review your points of marketability list, which we discussed in episode three, and will help you identify your three or four greatest strengths for the position and help you be prepared for a potential weakness question. Five, be able to prove personal points of marketability, also known as soft skills. We also discussed this in episode three. A good term to remember is, for example, and six, prepare questions to ask the company. What should these questions be? Hey, John, let's start there. I know that is something that many people ask me. What are good questions to ask the company during the interview? Well, there's an easy answer to that question. Remember episode one of this podcast series, Establishing Career Direction, and preparing your very own dream job list. Ask them questions that will provide the answers to appropriate items you have on your dream job list. Those questions will be different for all job seekers, as each individual will have a different dream job list. But there are some questions that every job seeker should ask during the course of an interview. One, ask questions based on your research of the company's mission, culture, and values. 
A simple review of the company's website will provide what the company thinks is important to them, such as community involvement, their mission statement, their values, their goals, who their competition is, industry-specific information, and so forth. Company representatives want to know you research them and why you would want to work with them. In fact, a common question in an interview is, why do you want to work with us? One team member I used to work with at the University of Illinois at Chicago would directly ask all candidates for a position. Tell me three things you learned about our institution by visiting our website. Most handled this question well, but some did not. It just shows lack of interest in the institution and that the person did not really prepare all that well. Asking questions about their mission, values, competition, and future goals will show you research them and are interested in learning more about their company. Two, ask questions that will provide the answers to your initial job responsibilities and future growth opportunities. In other words, what will be my initial job responsibilities and what kind of future growth opportunities are provided? If future growth is part of your dream job list. Then, after the interview, you should have much of the information you need to evaluate the interview and decide if you want the job, or at least take the next step in the process. Three, who do you directly report to? This is a critical question all job seekers should ask. The person you directly report to might not be the person you are interviewing with at that specific time. For example, you might be interviewing with the HR manager during an initial interview. You should never accept a position until you at least meet and speak with the person you will directly report to. Remember, in many cases, when someone quits a job, it is not because they do not like the job itself. It is because there is conflict with a bad boss. A common saying in the job search world is, people quit bosses, not jobs. That's right. You should always meet and have a discussion with the person who will be your direct supervisor before you accept a position, even if you have to ask to do so. However, in most cases, the person who will be your direct supervisor will be involved in the interview process, but not in all cases. Make sure you can work well with this person and there are no huge personality conflicts. That can come back to haunt you and possibly make you want to leave the company after a very short time. Four, how is my performance evaluated? This is important so that you will be able to focus on the most important aspects of the position and be ready for your first performance evaluation, which can lead to an increase in pay. One other note on performance evaluations. On your first day of work, create what I like to call a documentation file. This is any written correspondence, emails, verbal comments, departmental reports, or anything that proves you have been doing a good job. Perhaps you were complimented by a coworker, your supervisor, or a client. All of this should be documented. For example, on July 1st of 2020, Mr. Smith complimented me on the thoroughness of my reports and the progress I've made on the Jones account. Then, when you have your first performance evaluation, whether it is a formal evaluation or an informal evaluation, you will be able to show specific documentation that you have been doing a good job rather than being in a position where you say something like, take my word for it, I'm doing a good job. Five, time frame for next steps in the process. Time frame is huge for follow-up strategies. Use reasonable but aggressive approach. This means 
except for thank you notes, which should always be sent. You are done with this company until the time frame they gave you comes and goes. Right. For example, the job seeker asks, I am very interested in this position. What is the next step in the process? If the company responds with something like, we are still interviewing candidates and we'll be scheduling second interviews with candidates by the end of next week, or something similar to that. Except for your thank you note, which should always be sent within one or two days at the most after the interview. You are done with this company until the end of next week. You have been reasonable and gave the company a chance to respond on the time frame they established. But if that time frame comes and goes and you have not heard from them, it is time for the follow-up. In other words, I gave you a chance to do what you said you were going to do, but you didn't do it. Now it is time for me to follow up with you. Your follow-up should be a simple phone call or email that expresses you are still interested in the job and simply asks if you are still under consideration. This is non-threatening and the company only has three possible responses. Right. One, no, you are not. At least you know and there is no false hope. Two, we don't know yet. In this case, try to get another time frame and go back to the reasonable but aggressive approach. Or three, and this is why you do want to follow up. Sometimes they say, oh yes, you are definitely under consideration and schedule the next interview during the call. If they do not give you a specific time frame, just be reasonable in following up. I would say no more than one week after the initial interview. So the call goes like this, and you can leave it right on their voice message if you have to. Hello, this is John Karras, and I am following up on our interview regarding the Director of Career Services position. I am still very interested in the position, and I am calling to see if I am still under consideration. You can reach me at 708-277-8813. Thank you. That's it. They can only say no. We do not know yet, in which case you can follow up again asking for the new time frame and then back to reasonable but aggressive. Or they might respond with yes and perhaps even set up the next step in the interview process during that call. So, to summarize, ask them appropriate questions that will get you the answers to your dream job list. Ask questions about their company's mission, values, goals, competition, or what they might think are going to be future developments affecting their business. Ask about your initial job responsibilities and future growth possibilities. Ask who do you directly report to and make sure to meet that person. Ask how your performance is going to be evaluated and ask about time frame for the next step in the process so you can follow up accordingly. I'm sure you might be able to think of some other important questions to ask during the process and new questions will be developed as the interview unfolds. But these should give you a really good start in collecting the information you will need to evaluate the job offer. Please watch for our next podcast, which we will discuss how to prepare for traditional interview questions. We will be posting that shortly. Until then, this is Jessica Duplessis. And this is John Karras. A big thank you to all the people who have listened to our podcast series. If you enjoy our Job Search Strategy podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review. For a free resume review and initial consultation, visit us at www.jobtransitions.net.